the cool thing about homeschooling and how it relates to entrepreneurship is that when you're an entrepreneur, there's no one telling you that you need to clock in or clock out. Mm -hmm. There's no one looking at your schedule. There's yep. no one telling you, oh my gosh, Greg, you got to wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. There's no one telling you any of that, right? When I went to traditional high school and traditional yeah. middle school, um, if we didn't show up, you know, for a day in a row, two days in a row, we skipped yeah. school, whatever, eventually they're going to call, call your house. Yes. Right? Back then, there was no, it wasn't cell phones. It was, you had a landline and you call the house and they'd say, your son hasn't been to school in two days or whatever. Yeah. Welcome to the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast, where I'm going to be bringing you on my personal journey to attaining wealth and fulfillment in the most important areas of my life. I want to teach you everything I know so that you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. Make sure you like and subscribe. Now on to the show. Okay, guys, so I have my father here which is Mr. Greg Todd. And today we are going to be kind of comparing our experiences as my generation and your generation into entrepreneurship and homeschooling and just school in general. So let's kind of, you know, get into it. Sure, let's do it. So I want you to first, you know, introduce yourself and tell us what you do and like how entrepreneurship has changed you. Okay. So um, I'm Adriana's dad. <laughs> yeah. Also known as Greg Todd. Um, so I went to school uh, in uh, 1995. I went to college in 1995, graduated in 2000, and I became a licensed physical therapist. I've been a physical therapist for 20 years. Uh, about four and a half years into being a physical therapist, I decided that I wanted to have a little bit more freedom with how I treated patients. So I decided to start a business. I started, uh, I, I actually teamed up with a guy named Mike and we um, co-owned a clinic called Renewal Rehab. We opened up a second location about a year later after we teamed up together. So we now have three locations. And, um, and that's one of my businesses. And I have two other main businesses. Um, I'm a coach. I'm a business coach and I help people, um, start a business and help them start either business online or a traditional like healthcare business. Uh, and I'm also the co-founder of a virtual staffing company in the Philippines called smart virtual staff. And we have 60 plus employees that help over 85 uh, entrepreneurs all across the world. Um, so those are the things that I do. Amazing. Um, Absolutely amazing. And, um, you know, and then I'm a dad and, you know, a husband and, you know, like, and a fisherman, not a good one. And I'm a fisherman. <laughs> no, you know? he is a good one. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, so that's, that's the things that I do. I never thought I'd be an entrepreneur. I think you know that. Yes. Um, I wasn't planning on being an entrepreneur, but, but I don't like people telling me what to do. <laughs> that's me that's me like i got daughter. that from my father yeah i don't like people telling me what to do and i like to do things my way and i like to use my my brain and my imagination and yeah and entrepreneurship allows me to do that so yeah so with that being said my dad is my biggest inspiration <laughs> he's absolutely amazing and i kind of wanted to elaborate on that last sentences that you said about entrepreneurship, that this was never your original intent, never your original plan. So what were your concerns about entrepreneurship? Because as a teenager in this generation, we see entrepreneur all the time. 
We right. see them all the time. But the biggest, like, we have so much different concerns. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's important to go over those concerns and then, you know, tell people, like, did those things happen? Were yeah. those problems? And right. how did you solve them? Right. I mean, I think for me, my biggest concern was that I felt like it was risky. Mm -hmm. Right. My dad was an entrepreneur. Yes. Um, he he's in a financial services, you know, you know, business. And my dad made like good money. Yeah. Like, you know, he made, you know, over a hundred thousand dollars a year. This is back in the eighties, which was like, that's some serious bank. You yes. Know? So, yeah. So, um, but I've also seen him go through some rough times. And when I've seen my dad go through some rough times, I, you know, you know, the, the human brain only wants to remember the negative, yes, right? You yeah. only want to remember that. Yes. And, um, and so I was scared. Mm -hmm. So even though he had much more good times than bad, I just remembered the bad times. And yeah. I was like, gosh, Those I need to get you. something safe. Mm -hmm. And I think so much of us are, are so driven by fear yeah. instead of driven by faith. And I was driven by fear. I was like, look, I need to get the safest job I can, something that no matter where I go, I'm going to get a job. And, you know, and then I knew that I liked sports. I liked muscles and bones because yes, my mom yeah. was a, a medical transcriptionist. Uh, and, and basically that's a person that types up the doctor's reports. So, so I had some, like some, ex not experience, but I, I had some exposure to that. So I, I looked up physical therapy mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, wow, this looks really cool. You know, this looks, look, looks cool. So, so, so that, so that was why I decided to be a physical therapist. My re my fears of entrepreneurship was yeah, a risk. Was a risk. Um, yes. And I didn't want to go broke. Mm -hmm. I think like most of y'all, you don't want to go broke, right? Yes. Like, okay. So I just felt like being a physical therapist was the safest way to not go broke. Yeah. But being a physical therapist is also the surefire rate and never getting rich. Yes. And never having, um, and, and, and it's not even just rich, right? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's just like being successful. It's being able to, to like, be able to like do the things that you want yes. when you want with who you want. Freedom. Like, like doesn't everybody want that? Yeah. Right? Like to do the things that you want when you want and with who you want. Yes. Right. And I couldn't do that. Being yeah. just a traditional physical therapist working at a hospital or at a clinic you know down the road or whatever so so even though I was scared and mm -hmm. I was nervous and I said I would never do it I decided to do it yeah. yeah and I think the biggest thing is that that is a constant issue for people going into college is that a lot of people actually don't want to work nine to fives at least for my generation mm -hmm. and you know you can discuss about how your generation feels about nine to fives but I know for mine we don't really want that, but at the same time, we're so scared about the risk and what could happen if we decide to be an entrepreneur. Like a lot of people, you know, they don't want to just lose their business or mm -hmm. become broke. But a lot of people, also in my generation, from what I see, they don't actually care about being rich. They just want to be free. They, they just want, want to be freedom. Free. Right. But I actually want you to kind of discuss like how your generation feels about nine to fives and how you kind of got out of that cycle. Okay, so I, I think my generation, I look back at when I was in high school, mm -hmm. I think we all were planning on always working a nine to five. Yep. Because at that time, um, nine to fives worked. Yeah. We saw what our parents were doing. Many of my friends, school, their parents worked for the post office. Yeah. They worked as firefighters, police officers. They were able to work at a place for 20, 25, 30 years. Mm -hmm. And every single year they got a raise, yeah. like maybe 3%, you know, 4%, you know, whatever. And, and when they, their, their grandparents or their parents retired, mm -hmm. especially some of my friends that had older parents, they got pensions. Yeah. Like, like they retired and they retired where they didn't have to work. But as I started to like finish college 
and you start to realize, whoa, there's a new generation of baby boomers that yes. are now graduating, yeah. or, or I'm sorry, are now trying to retire. And they're like, yo, we don't have enough money to retire. Mm-hmm. And then you start to question things like, wait, 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 wait. So can I work for the same company yeah. for 25 years? Yeah. And you start to realize that people are leaving companies left and right. I mean, for me, um, my first job that I had, like my first legit job, like yeah. real job with taxes and all that other stuff, I worked for this place called TJ Maxx, right? <laughs> yes, TJ Maxx, and, the famous and job. And I swore, Adri, that I was going to work there like for the rest of my life, yeah. right? And the only reason why I left there is because they closed down the store. I worked yeah. for four years. I started at $3.25 an hour, Yeah. right? So I was still in that mentality that you work for the same place mm-hmm. your whole life, you know? And when I started to see, like out of school, my friend's like, yeah, I just left my job seven months in. I left my job eight months in. I left my job a year in. Yeah. I left my job here. You start to realize, wow, it's changing. Yes. There's no more working for somewhere for 25 years. There's no, nobody's going to keep you. you you're, you're too much of a pain in the butt after five years. Yeah. So you start to realize things are changing and you realize that it's not going to be the way it was for my parents. Yeah. It's so important. It. It's so important that you said that because this is actually a struggle mm-hmm. that we are having right now. Um, in this generation is that besides the fact that many people don't want to work at the same job, there's actually not that opportunity to work at the same job because they do get tired of you. Like they like to switch it up. Most people don't work at the same job for 20 years anymore. It, It doesn't work. But at the same time, a huge issue, which, you know, I don't have because my father is entrepreneur but a lot of my friends and you know people that i know they have the issue that their parents and friends and just family do not support their entrepreneur endeavors because it's not stable so what do you say about that well okay so at your graduation yeah there was a man that said um homeschooling is the path least traveled very and true. Very as true. soon as he said that, I actually, well, you know, I, I tear up easy. Yes. Okay? But I nearly <laughs> had a tear coming down right here. I nearly had a tear. And, and homeschooling is very much like entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, the path that is least traveled is usually the path that has the greatest end destination. So, um, so even though I know that there might not be as many people that are going to go the entrepreneurship direction because mm-hmm. as humans, we are, we are conditioned to fear, right? It's so true. And so and I only just focus on that. Fear. And we focus on that fear, yep. right? Um, but I also know that now that you all, your generation has seen other entrepreneurs, yeah. not just be successful, not just old guys like me, but young people that you're like, and you see the freedom oh, you're that young. comes with Don't it. Don't say that. <laughs> It's all relative, you know? <laughs> but you know, you see the freedom that comes with it. It's hard work, yeah. But it's also hard being broke, yeah. And it's hard working for someone and doing something that you don't want to do. And it's hard working for someone that doesn't have the same values that you have. It's all hard. You just got to choose your heart, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, I don't mind working hard. You don't mind working no. hard. I just want to know. And a that lot I'm, of kids don't mind working hard yeah, either. I, I just, I like, like you all. Just want to know that I'm working hard to something that yes. eventually will give me the payoff yeah. that I want. And entrepreneurship has given me the payoff. And that's the truth. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's exactly what a lot of people need to hear. Because I think 
with nine to five, some people are like, okay, I get guaranteed money, mm-hmm. you know, and it's consistent money. And that's the benefit from that. But you get guaranteed freedom with mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Once you know, you keep going and you take that time. But I actually want to talk more about the homeschooling and your thoughts on school, your thoughts on college, homeschooling, public school as an entrepreneur. Because you said homeschooling entrepreneur is very similar, which I think so as well. You know, I love homeschooling. I'm a huge advocate for Mm -hmm. it. So Mm -hmm. what is your thoughts as my father, but also as an entrepreneur? I I think I think the, the, the cool thing about homeschooling and how it relates to entrepreneurship is that when you're an entrepreneur, there's no one telling you that you need to clock in or clock out. Mm-hmm. There's no one looking at your schedule. There's yep. no one telling you, oh my gosh, Greg, you got to wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. There's no one telling you any of that, right? When I went to traditional high school and traditional yeah. middle school, um, if we didn't show up, you know, for a day in a row, two days in a row, we skipped yeah. school, whatever, eventually they're going to call, call your house. Yes. Right? Back then, there was no, it wasn't cell phones. It was, you had a landline. And you call the house and they'd say, your son hasn't been to school in two days or whatever. Yeah. Well, when you're doing homeschooling, nobody's looking over you, right? I mean, mom's there or whatever, but like you can, you can fudge it, right? Still. Okay. It's the same really thing in with entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You're, you're in charge of yourself, right? Um, you don't have to work hard, but if you don't work hard, you're not going to make the impact and the income that you want to make, right? And so I think that those are the similarities between homeschooling and entrepreneurship. There is, there is no one that's looking over your shoulder. Um, you're responsible for yourself. Uh, now, let's talk about school on a whole. Yes. So I, I talk about this thing that I was actually taught from um, two mentors of mine. Um, the most recent was My- Myron, you know, mm-hmm. Myron. and um, it's the four levels of value. And the four levels of value is like the things that you learn in school, right? You learn math, you learn Spanish, you learn English, you learn reading. Um, you learn many things, right? And when you get to college, you have a major. Yes. And the major might be engineering. It might be um, history. It might be classes. physical therapy. Yep. It might be, you know, whatever, right? Okay. Um, there is there's every single major in college uh, is teaching you how to be at the lowest level of value. Basically, it's teaching you how to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's you become a history major and you learn how to be a history teacher, yes. right? Yeah. Or you become a physical therapist, you get a physical therapy degree and you learn how to become a physical therapist, right? Mm-hmm. Or you get an engineering degree and you learn how to become an engineer. Yeah. And the people that um, do the thing are very important in this world, yes. right? Because yeah. I was a physical therapist, that's an important job. It's important. But you get paid the lowest level, yeah. right? So I actually had something, I'm going to send it to my older brother, he actually you know, sent it to him, and uh, maybe we'll put it in this podcast. Yes, yeah. It's a, it's a picture of... Um, the, the median salary of the top, I think, 15 medical professions, okay? And you'll see that anesthesiologist is at the top, and yes. it's $250,000 a yeah. year. That's a median. And now, anesthesiologists, guess what? They do the thing. They give you the thing. So average anesthesiologist makes like $250,000 a year, right? Mm-hmm. And they go to school for over 12 years. 12 okay? years. 12 years, Gosh. and the average debt for an anesthesiologist is about $500,000, right? Wow. But they make $250,000 a year. Okay. Now, here's the thing. That's the lowest level of value. Now, the next level of value is when you learn how to manage people, okay? So, like, when, like, I'm, I was a clinic director for, my phys- for physical therapy practice before I, like, owned my own thing. And I made 
50% more money than I did as a physical therapist. Why? Because I was overseeing all the physical therapists. Mm -hmm. So you make more money in management, right? But they don't teach you that in school. No. Okay. Then there's a higher level than that. And that's communication, right? Kevin Hart. Does he make a lot of money? Yes, he does. Does Will Smith make a lot of money? Yes, he does. Does Dave Chappelle make a lot of money? Yes, he does. Okay. Authors, speakers. Yeah. Um, actresses, actors, they are amazing at communication. I have become really good at communication. Yes. And I've been able to communicate well and work on that skill. And that has allowed me to be able to, you know, make a really good amount of money per mm -hmm. year. Right. And I can, can communicate with my staff, with my teams, with my businesses. And that has helped me to make lots more money. And then the highest level of value is imagination. That's that's having ideas. Now, think of like think of like TikTok. TikTok was an idea. Yeah. Right. And then they made it come true by actually acting on it. Think of Apple. That was an idea, right? And then now they have the, the Macs and they have the iPods and the iPads and the, 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 the iPhones. Okay. All right. Think of Tesla. That was an idea by a guy. And then they created, okay. So those people are the ones that are the, the multi-millionaires and the billionaires. And the, my issue with school is that school does not teach you all how to dream. Yep. School doesn't encourage imagination. It doesn't encourage different ideas. And it doesn't encourage you all to use the higher levels of value. Yeah. And that's where I have a problem with it. With, yep. Right? Um, it only encourages you to, to, um, to learn at the lowest level, which yeah. is implementation. And to stay in that nine to five And mentality. to stay in, which implementers are nine to fivers. Yep. So it only teaches you that. Whereas the other levels, you can work three, four hours a day. Look at us. We're mm -hmm. doing this right now. Yeah, right. right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we I, worked, just walked, I went to the office, just what, two, three puppy. hours? <laughs> yeah. You know, I went to the office two, three hours. I came home. I did a meeting, I, you know, came out, da, da, da. Yeah. We walked the dog, we did this. Okay, Back in the cool. day, you used to work all day I used to work all day, day all night, you know, because I was an implementer. Did I see you until like 9 or 10 o'clock at night? I, I, you know, that's how it was because I was an implementer. So that's the thing is like regular school and it charged so much money yeah. for you to be an implementer. So that's my, that's my deal with school yeah. and, and entrepreneurship. So, with, so for the people mm -hmm. like me who are already decided and they're deciding to go to college mm -hmm. what is your biggest tip to them because yeah. you know personally i still see college as being important just yeah. using it the right way right. Right, right. just knowing like that college isn't going to be the only the only way you know like it's not right. just it's not just a one-way street to entrepreneurship college is not gonna be that for okay. you okay so yeah. I, have, I have two recommendations, okay? I have a recommendation yep. for those that um, are getting their college paid for, yeah. like you, and I have yeah. a recommendation for those that are not getting their college paid for, yeah. it's coming out of their pocket. Because that's okay. usually typically how it goes, you right. know, college is so, not paid for. So. so the first thing is for people like you, okay? And, yeah. I'm gonna, and it's kind of like what I've told you before. I think college serves, uh, there's a purpose for it, right? And there's a place for it. I think in your case, I think it's great that you're going to be able to go out and fend for yourself. Yeah. And be able to be your person and you're going to be able to dip into adulthood. Yes, okay? dip into adulthood. Right. And I think, that, I think that that's fantastic. And I think it, you will be a different person when you, like, like when you come back. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. So I think that college will be great for, you know, for that. I think in your case, um, not having parents around and being able to have the discipline that you have will be great for your confidence level. Yeah. And I believe confidence is everything it's better than anything you can learn confident that you can do it and i know deep 
down, you're like, can I do it without them? Yeah. And yes, when you so are true. able to do that, it's going to give you so much confidence and that's going to serve you yeah. for the rest of your life. Yeah. Number three is I would say to you, when you go to college, it is time to network and to meet people. And in your generation, like talking to people face to face is not the norm. Oh, yeah. It's, right? a, it's, it's an not issue. The norm, it's right? definitely an issue. But We're that so is the highest level of media, you know, okay. that's the highest level of communication. Yeah. So you can use college as an opportunity to be able to start to make friends, yep. to network, to talk to people, to get to know people that are different than you, that look different than you, that mm -hmm. act different than you. Yeah. And and because if you're able to do that, if you want to know how to become wealthy, you have to speak universal languages. Yes. You, you have to be able to speak to every type of person and have a way to connect with them. So college gives you that opportunity to yeah. do that. Okay? Yeah. Now, for the rest of y'all, <laughs> you're paying for college. There's nothing that you should pay for that you shouldn't be thinking, how do I get my investment back as fast as possible? Every single year that you're in college, whether you're paying for it or you have loans that are paying for it, you should be asking yourself, how much money are we spending on this thing? Mm -hmm. $10,000? Twelve thousand, and 50, is it worth 50, it? 000? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? But how do I actually make it worth it? Yeah. How do I make it? Wow, worth that's it? that's powerful. How do I make it worth it? And you can do that. So if you start asking yourself the question, you'll get the answer. Mm -hmm. But when you don't ask the question, you'll never get the answer. Yeah. So you can make it worth it. Who do I need to meet? Who do I need to do? Da 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 da. This and that. Da da. Okay. If you start doing that, then it can be worth it. Mm -hmm. It can be. If you're just doing it for whatever reason and you don't even know why. You know, be careful because it's money. You yeah. know, you're going to have to pay it back yeah. whether you feel it now or not. So. Wow. Well, thank you so much thank for you. the inspirational speeches and for everything because this is very eye-opening to many. I think that this will help a lot of people really decide what they want to do. And I think that it is a concern for a lot of us that we don't really know what we want to do and we don't really know what we're doing as we're going into adulthood and i think we want to make you know good decisions and right. smart financial choices and there's just a lot with going to college debating like one second you hear this one second you hear that so i think that hearing someone who actually you know has gone through both entrepreneurship and college right. Right. providing a perspective will really help a lot of people who are dipping into adulthood so can i say one more thing yes of course um, you know, if you're listening to this right now and you're like, and I don't really know what to do. I, I don't know. It's okay. I want to tell you it's, it's actually okay. I need to hear All this. Right? Um, <laughs> I don't even want to hear yeah, it. Okay. Well, baby, it is okay. It, you, you don't need to know right now, but what you need to do is you need to explore. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you need to ask yourself every single day in the beginning of the day, what could I do today that I haven't done yesterday? Ooh, what could I good. experience today that I didn't experience last week? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself these questions. You need to ask yourself, is there anything today that lit me up? And while you're experiencing life and as you're dipping into adulthood <laughs> and you are, you are starting to, to experience things, start to ask yourself the question of what things are lighting you up. What things are giving you a little fire? What, you know, yeah. what, what, what are the things that people are saying that, yo, you are so good at this? What are people saying about my personality? What, 
are the experiences that I've had that people are like, oh my gosh, I wanted to know how to get through that. Mm-hmm. All of those things combined are going to tell you what your calling is. And when you can match your career with your calling, you've hit the jackpot. Ooh. Got it? Yes. There you go. Amen. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on my podcast. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, Wealth Creator, I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Wealth Code Secrets Podcast. Now, can I ask you a couple favors, please? Okay, number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so you never miss another episode? We'll notify you every single time a new one comes up. Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review, please, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever? And, And you know, while you're doing it, let me just tell you the things to say. Tell them how amazing I am. And more importantly, tell them how amazing you are. There you go. Okay. And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash Greg Todd PT, and you can see the video version. We got all types of cool stuff in there and you're going to love it. All right. Thank you so much again. And remember, let's make your days count till next time.